1: This is A New World Order, and I am Chancellor of the Federal Council of Zane, Australia. And with me at the table tonight to discuss all the issues plaguing our nations are...
2: The People's Champion Sebastian of the United States of Subamerica, america And I am Andrew Schosler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia.
1: Now, you'll notice that both Andy and I have had a change of title... A change change of government, really. Yes, well, uh, Zane Australia is no longer ruled by one head of state. I am the
2: Chancellor of a federal council. Whereas Andropolia is even more ruled by one head of state. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, well, before actually, we start... Draw,
2: <laughs> drawing just,
1: drawing some, uh, <laughs> some, some ire from around the table. I just,
2: I just wanted to point out that <laughs> while, while the adoption of the most uh, supreme, magnificent overlord title may seem dictatorial, yes. I remain an inoffensive centrist democracy as far as my categorization is concerned. and Because you say so, of course. And nobody's fled. Nobody's fled. The borders are open. I haven't closed the borders. Haven't you? I haven't instituted massive arrests and floggings and, and uh, decapitations. Well, no, on, one's, on no one's
1: left because they're all in the process of secession.
2: Quick, <laughs> quick poll. What is your population, gentlemen? Uh,
1: 826 million. million. Eight
2: hundred and twenty-nine
3: million.
1: Eight
2: hundred and forty three million for Andropolia. I think that ratifies that government is ineffectual <laughs> as far as livability is concerned. If, if that therefore, one single
1: number is yeah, all you're looking at.
2: Therefore making the Andropolian decision to get rid of the entire government, save for defence and policing the correct decision and Can, the only decision. I that agree that perhaps if,
1: we talk about safety. <laughs> Can we have a look at the safety? No, before we do, let's that, look at the birth rate. Actually, <laughs> I was thinking just
3: like, um, okay. Well, on the note of you guys changing titles, I too over the week have had that same issue come in. Somebody cocked up, and now it's time to from last week from you know rewrite my role. So, so who I, are you going to pick? Who's your favorite? Federal Council or Supreme Overlord? I'm going with neither, although I guess technically I'm definitely leaning more towards where Zane was, just in a more oh, let's say Radical. What's a nice way of saying radical. radical. Yeah, I
2: was thinking radical or extreme, radical. but like yeah. a conservatively extreme way of doing this. <laughs> it's so not you, you just you're just gonna sign it and pretend it never happened? The error never happened? No, no, of course not. This happened but and oh, we're of living. Of course with not. <laughs> I, also, the other one. So what each of us are electing to write ourselves new powers when, <laughs> when we find that there is an actual error in the paperwork. I'm actually writing myself less powers. So ah. um,
3: my option, quick version, is it splits all decisions by the entire government. Ugh. So let's say there's me and 199 other elected representatives. Every decision must be filtered through a vote from us 200. We all have a say for In every move.
1: America's defence, <laughs> they never said they wanted to be an
2: efficient country. Have you ever served on a committee for anything? Well, <laughs> no, okay, I Even understand. The most mundane powers are dragged by a committee. No one can decide on anything because the power goes to their heads. I have just had a reclassification. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> what was that? And some sort of alert, some sort, <laughs> of, sort of metal uh, uh, celebration. Raid sirens.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what just happened in South Mary? I might just mute my phone while I'm doing this. <laughs> so the talking point before I get to my reclassification reclass- is even the most lowly council pen pusher has the same political power as a senior minister my reclassification this this sounds bad bro, <laughs> but it, it is a rise sub america's political freedoms rose from world benchmark to what is i'm going to say it sounds bad but it rose to widely abused wow so I am just so politically free, I guess, that the point, like, it's, like, too far. You're yeah. too free. I, I, I come think come full circle. Yeah.
1: Widely abused means that you've got so much freedom that there's no... There's, <laughs> there's a lack of order. Yeah.
3: yeah. And I can agree that does sound bad, but I guess the whole point of South America has always been freedom for freedom's sake, do what you want. So that's actually... The I, right step, I guess. It just sounds bad the way they're phrasing towards,
2: it. A step towards utopia, yep. really, yeah. A s-
3: well, this <laughs> American utopia. <laughs> and real, real quick, oh, good God. Black market rose by 72%. Oh, Gee, wow. I wonder why. So because- many people can just sign those orders. <laughs> um, yep. That's all the noteworthy stuff. Everything else is pretty good. Black, all the good things rose, but yeah. That was the huge bad one. Good, all, all right. right. Yeah. Well, let's get back on this week, I guess.
1: Well, so you don't have a new title or anything? You didn't?
3: It didn't give me one. All right, no, well, that's I think fine. So. yeah. On your Maybe on your main I'm, page? So you know? I believe I remain no. the people's champion by default. You are now one of 200.
1: One of 200 people's <laughs> champions.
3: <laughs> one of the people's
2: champions. <laughs>
3: and good. Well, all right. well, who has an
1: issue that we should argue about? I, I have ha- one to bring to the table. Yep,
2: please do. All
1: right. My auto industry is struggling against foreign imports. Ah. This is something that uh, definitely has been an issue in the past in Australia. Mm. Uh, So the issue is cheap foreign-made cars are becoming increasingly popular, causing concern in Zane Australia's automobile manufacturing industry. Mm. I have three options. Unless the government does something, Australia won't have an auto industry for much longer, says auto industry union boss Zelda Haggard in a rare public appearance alongside management. These foreign companies employ people for a few frugals a day. The only way to level the playing field is to raise tariffs. The government would make more money too, so it's a win win. Okay, sorry. Disagree make the foreign imports cost more. <sighs> of Not course, impose tariffs, yeah. For once, I agree with my grubby colleague here, says General Chassis CEO Dayard Nixon... Although I have to say tariffs aren't the only answer, a more effective solution would be to abolish the minimum wage laws. Now, that would level the playing field and we would be able to employ more... uh, Let go of my throat! Okay, so make production in Zane Australia cheaper. Deregulate. Good. Yes. I think we need to face facts says noted economists and chats show regular ingmar true we live in a global economy now, and automobile manufacturing just isn't Zane Australia's strong suit. There's no point taking money from taxpayers in order to line the pockets of a few greedy workers and corrupt managers in a doomed industry. Let the market take its... Uh, oh, let go of my throat! <laughs> so three passionate contenders.
2: Mm, and no um, bias towards one at all. Um, I'm not...
1: Totally opposed to number two. Right. I, I don't see the need... With a government that is very heavily invested in welfare, I think minimum wage laws are doubling up a lot of the time. Oh, I see. Okay. Because why protect that? If the market doesn't support a certain amount of wage for an occupation... Then that occupation shouldn't be paid that much, okay? That and makes let sense. the market balance itself that way. If you don't have a job, the government will support you or educate you until you get another one. So that I, I feel like minimum wage laws with the, the welfare that in Australia already employs does kind of balance out. Okay. I'm against tariffs because I think that's just complicating the situation. Um,
2: and often there's an equal response. Yeah, where exactly right. If you impose tariffs on the auto industry in your country, that other country will then whatever industry it has, yes. watch watchmaking, for example. Yeah. When when the Great Depression rolled around um, in the United States, they imposed tariffs on a lot of things. Um, one of them being watches, domestically produced watches. Yeah. You know, typically yeah. ran about two minutes slow on the <laughs> hour. Um, Swiss watches worked perfectly, but in order to Uh, protect this this, this industry, the American government imposed tariffs and so um, the Swiss stopped buying American cars. Exactly Because their government imposed a tariff on those imports. So there's...
1: I think yeah, it definitely makes trade harder. You
2: prop up one industry at the cost of another. That being said,
1: for the same reason as number two, I think number three has the same merits. Uh, Number three being leave the... Basically, leave it as it is. let the market take its course yeah. without without deregulating or imposing tariffs. Just see what happens and i think I think that's my what i'm leaning towards now, just because auto industry and manufacturing has never been a focus for Zane Australia <laughs> um, so it's not. It's not something that I I think is part of the Zane-Australian identity.
2: When a government tries to steer industry, um, it's inherently socialist. Well, that's why I'm not... Government, um, government <laughs> you know, not interfering. Government doesn't have the, the yeah. same incentives that private industry does to decide. If there's an industry and it's dying because it's expensive to produce here, if it's expensive to import the steel, or because the components have yeah. to be um, you know, manufactured in expensive factories here where they could be imported from overseas, for whatever reason, if it's expensive to do something here, you should let the market decide what's important... Yeah. Let it die if it's dying and other industries will take their place. Factories yeah. don't stay vacant for very long if you don't have any, you know, restrictive rules about how they're going to be or used. Or
1: like a really strong rave
3: culture.
2: Also, to what Andy was saying though, I, I mean,
3: okay, with the collapse of a couple of car manufacturers, say in Australia over the last well, decade, people are up in arms about it. It still comes up in elections, to, to you know, from what company shut down every, how many years ago. Every single time. Yeah, and... Yeah, while I understand that it's bad, it's also like you don't have to. You don't have to be literally in every industry. If one industry is not, it will not working, No, you said you
2: have to be because how on earth can you protect your nation? How on earth can you be self-sufficient if you don't produce cars and soybeans and and computer gadgets and and you know? That, th- th- I mean, that, down, that's that's a real down. Soviet
1: outlook, like yeah. having to be able to produce everything yeah. so that you can be isolationist. Well, that's the thing. If, if, they, if, if they, they did that, because
2: they refused to trade with
1: the
3: yes, rest of
2: the world for their yeah. stuff, <laughs> which is exactly. Like,
3: and I understand like that's bad but I mean like but we're talking like for Australia's sake, like it's mechanics were the ones losing their jobs and you know what they can do? Other things. E-
2: exactly right. It, yeah. yeah. It
3: wasn't like this it's one niche p- thing of oh, my job, my yeah. trade is yeah. literally yeah. making car tires. Yeah. Okay, maybe maybe that one guy is very limited in his other outlooks, but that wasn't (laughs) the case. case. Car tires, there's always a demand. There's
2: always another one, and a demand for something else. My my own example, just just quickly, it's painful when when um, your industry dies or you or you go through some some uh, hardship. It's painful when your office closes. Yeah, I was a draftsman straight out of uh, university, and it's all I ever did for, for 10 years, uh, and all of a sudden in Brisbane, there was an engineering glut. Nobody was yeah. interested in engineering. All the drafting could be done overseas in India for much cheaper, and that's what countries, uh, 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 companies um, opted for. I was out of a job, mm. and I couldn't find anything, and now I'm a bus driver. Yep. You know, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying... Invest that, in public <laughs> transport. I'm not saying that the transition was easy or pleasant in any way, but there are other things to do. yes. Uh, and if you're if you're um, honest about about working, then you will find other things so, that are worthwhile.
1: With confidence in both my my educated populace and my sophisticated welfare system, sophisticated meaning complicated, uh, extensive. Extensive. <laughs> uh, I have chosen option number three to support those who fall out of the industry. Fantastic! I would done that. And all tariffs have been abolished. Oh. Brilliant. So economists bullish on Zane Australian economy. Zane Australia wins international attention, the good kind. Fewer <laughs> lazy bums than ever before, bosses note. And tourism industry braces for influx.
3: Oh. oh, I want to go to Zane Australia. I hear people are supported for not working. I need to see what that looks like, says every tourist ever. <laughs> the biggest
1: ups between, only between 1% and 3% are economy, Agriculture, cheese exports, uh, wealth gaps, and economic freedom. Economic freedom being the highest at uh, 3.2. Okay, so a modest change. Modest. Well, there are some big downs. Um, Automobile manufacturing down 44%. But it was dying anyway. Sector manufacturing down 32. Um, ideological radicality down 3.2, and income equality down 1.7. So my economy overall has gone up 1%, but my manufacturing has gone down quite a
2: bit. You see, they found other things to do that are worthwhile.
1: So my human development index has gone up a lot. So as has my, well, up a lot being 0.5 of a percent, but it's been a while since I've seen a rise in that because it's already been Uh, quite high already. Same with my employment and my lifespan. Mm. So, yeah,
3: I I think that's the right choice. I'm happy with that. Very good. I'll go. Please. I I will say from my last decision just before about my black market rise, I did check how that affects my Uh. overall economy. It makes up 1.1%, which is up from, I think it was about a quarter of a percent. So it would go up, but... Not as, said, not, not as bad when looking at it comparatively to the rest of the if economy. If one
1: percent of the Australian economy was the
3: black market, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's not. I'm not happy with it. <laughs> but it, it went from a literal line on my pie chart to a tiny triangle. So are you
2: are you confident, Zane, that it's that small?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, in Australia, I think so. I think in other countries, we're just very good at not talking about it.
3: Would black market also include things like drug trade, like on streets? Is I think or, so. any, or any, yeah. anything that is illicit or smuggled? Illicit. Or yeah, I think we take drug trade into it. It's probably a bit higher. I don't know. I think that really bumps it up. Then I, I think it <laughs> or, would be also
1: higher. there's no way of measuring it in a real world situation.
3: But nation states, all right. <laughs> My issue is called farmers seeding discontent. Oh. Uh, the yeah, issue. Palm. Farmers throughout the country are threatening a nationwide strike because their domestic produce cannot compete with cheap foreign imports. They demand that the government step in and protect the agricultural sector. Here we go. For the record, I hear strike, and I think, do it, bitch. <laughs> Only because, like, you literally, you're striking because you don't have enough money coming in. Yes, please stop producing product. Yeah. That'll feed you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a, it, That's a battle I know I can win long-term. Yeah, But regardless of my... Lack of love. Let's hear the options. (laughs)
1: Zane was raised on a farm. I have some I have feelings about this. Okay. But let's see what they say.
3: Foreign competition is slowly destroying us, yelled Gretel Christmas while waving a pitchfork. That's not the right... I don't like her name. (laughs) We invest so much effort and time to get quality yield, and eventually we end up throwing everything away because those cheap plastic Maxtopian tomatoes are sold for half the price. I swear they taste like compost wrapped in iceberg lettuce, and yet Sub-Americans still buy the damned things. We, the farmers of Sub-America, demand agricultural subsidies so we can lower our prices and compete fairly with imports. After all, our food security depends upon domestic production.
2: Eh...
1: Food security. Food security does depend <coughs> on domestic production.
2: No. No. Not so much good
1: <laughs> Not so much uh, like luxury stuff like fruit. By food security,
3: do they mean like okay, so in Australia we don't get cases of mad cow because we don't have it here and we don't import no, states. Food security from America, means for example. in times
1: of shortage, your country will not be without an agricultural sector producing Okay. Uh, producing produce.
2: Do you know why farmers grow stuff locally? Because that's the cheapest way to, Get it to, from a to B. produce yes. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. You're not paying huge transport transport costs.
3: Number 2. Economic analyst Louis Jabrani, Jabrani, what a terrible name, she was be Canadian, has <laughs> other ideas. There's an easier way to support farmers without spending millions on farms that will never went beyond that never went beyond ox plowing. Just raise tariffs. Agriculture will be protected from a transnational race to the bottom, and Sub-Americans get a little tax cut to boot. The tariffs will be unpopular abroad, but this conundrum only exists because of Maxtopian's long history of protectionism. This is one of the ones I'm considering, and no, this is uh, Seb, no. This is me as a selfish leader saying like, mm, "Fuck Maxtopia!" Like, right? Like, <laughs> we can all agree, fuck I those mean, guys, right? We
1: did just have this conversation. I know <laughs> tariffs. Tariffs aren't.
2: I'll yeah, but guys, for. fuck
3: Maxtopia, come on.
2: Uh, yeah, but... We've Maxtopia. Tariffs are self-defeating.
3: But come on, Maxtopia.
2: You protect one industry while sacrificing another. Yeah, but
3: Maxtopia <laughs> and the stupid... Anyway, option three. <laughs> this is the final option. Are these people serious? Scops Sabina Quimby, owner of a whole shipload LLC. <laughs> Subsidies, tariffs... What is all this about? You're messing with the free market here. If here, foreign here. produce is cheaper, then it means they're better at doing their jobs. Here, here. These ungrateful peasants just want government coddling because they can't pull themselves up by their own bootstraps.
2: Oh, Sabrina.
3: It's time that Seb America promote personal responsibility as a pandering to the weak. Crush the strike by abolishing all foodstuff tariffs, and we can just import as much as we like. I think I'm in love. That's two and three are funny (laughs) enough the ones I agreed with the most, and they are literal opposites of each other. So like both of you have points.
1: Let me argue for Miss Christmas. The first one? Yeah. Yep. Now the difference between agriculture and auto industry, auto industry is not something you literally need to live. Food is. It's not something you... You can live without a car. I've lived without a car for six years. Yes, in Brisbane, where there is lots of other transport. If you
2: live close to where you work and you have public transport as an option. Correct. If you live in rural Australia... Correct. Fucked without a car. But you're also fucked without food. Yeah, you yes. are, but you'll find food quicker than you'll find a car. Um. A natural growing car behind a cactus. You so know, There are places on the ground where food just springs up. It's true, cars don't spring out of the earth, so then yeah. you'll retort. <laughs>
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Cars don't spring out of the earth. (laughs) That's why you should foster agriculture because it brings things out of the earth.
3: (laughs) Oh, He has magic on his side, Andy. What do you
1: think? (laughs) Okay, so the problem is growing up, um, I grew up on a cane farm. Our big competition yeah. was Brazil, which basically with their... A new government came in, corporations brought, bought giant tracts of land and the cost of sugar plummeted. Now, that was fine for them and the world for a long time. It was bad for us yeah. but and the government did whatever it did. But disease afflicted those crops and there was a shortage for two years after yeah, that. Yeah. By concentrating the world, the world's uh, produce in one particular area and one particular product, you really up the chances of one disaster, one natural disaster, one famine, one disease, yeah, like bird flu, whatever, wiping it out. So a... Diverse and um, decentralized agriculture is good for the globe and also good for a nation.
2: But so, without government subsidy, that would happen naturally.
1: I agree. I agree with that sentiment. I don't think nation states will do that. I just wanted to have that. No, put of, out no, there. of course it will yeah. It'll
2: take it to the extreme. And, yeah. and, and, and I, I don't think
1: I would go for number one. But I think in the real world, number one is the
3: right choice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, I... Honestly, the way I've been running Sub-America about giving my people all the support they need to do what they want to do, number one makes the most sense because it's like government support, Mm. continue to be farmers like you wish.
2: But it's not free. Government support sounds great. It sounds great to say, we're going to be behind all you struggling citizens, but those resources come from somewhere.
3: But... The whole point of my nation was to give all my people as many resources as they need to achieve what they want to achieve.
2: but you're taking resources (laughs) from 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 the productive people, giving it to the unproductive people and saying, just keep doing what you're doing, I'm sure things will improve.
1: Unless you take it from
3: Maxtopia.
1: (laughs) Well, there is that option, right?
2: (laughs) So this is,
3: honestly, it's a bit of a tough one because... Only one of the options comes under the blanket of supporting my people with their choices. And that's Go to the free one.
2: market that is, that is implicit support for anything they want to do, anything they think is going to be productive and, and, and efficient. You're not pigeonholing them to doing one thing. Mm. You know, you're, you're really allowing liberty to, to, uh, to
3: flourish. Also talking... Okay, the Miss Christmas... Was complaining that they are literally throwing away their products because they can't sell it.
2: Stop producing it. Well, also if you're throwing it away, stop producing it. I'm, I'm that, sure,
1: honestly, that's what happened with cane farmers.
3: I'm sure you're. you're they
1: move you're, from you're, cane
3: to small small yeah, goods. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I was also thinking, oh, if you're making so My much crops. that you can't sell and you're throwing it away, there's your there's the point where you have to lower your price to compete,
2: to get rid of stock. Or right? maybe the problem is that you're producing too much.
1: And also the problem with subsidies. Is that you get corporations to take advantage of it, yeah. and then you you fall into the yeah. same problem as they're producing the same strains of the same the same genetic makeup, same clones of plant products yeah. that are vul- become vulnerable to a mutated strain of disease. <laughs> they you wipe it out and it's famine. Yeah. It's, it's really you want you want to in, you, What you really want to do is encourage small producers. De- decentralised. And that, there is, that isn't an option. But that really.
2: diversity does come naturally when, when capitalism is left to do its, to, I, to I, do its I thing. I totally agree. Capitalism and we can has, see it now with hobby farms
1: yeah. popping up and oh, buying yeah, locally yeah, yeah. And, and organic. like yeah. that. That is something that comes and around.
2: People who campaign against capitalism, one of their big criticisms is, is that it's entirely focused on growth, that it continues to grow. That's not entirely true because... It, What you want to grow is your bottom line. You want to be more profitable. That does not necessarily mean, you you know, you can have a reduction in in product if your marketing becomes better and more more targeted. You can rape the earth less by being more efficient with how you use your, your energy and become more profitable. And you get all the growth you need while, you know... So what's your choice, Seb America? You've
3: all made very good points. I'm still going with number one. No. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> because it's the only option that literally lets me stand by the whole ten of America Are Well, you're not listening, the- Seb. No, I listened. It's just all of yours made were the right decisions for your nations.
2: No. The free market is the correct decision. Never <laughs> been in all cases, and it's never been the way that I've taken my nation. All right. So, America's <laughs> made some
1: choices in the past. Let's see what this uh, what, what this one does.
3: The talking point is just agriculture is heavily subsidised by the government. Uh, economic growth exceeds forecasts. Everything is cheesy. Cheese industry delightfully <laughs> says with rising sales. <laughs> <laughs> Chamber of Commerce applause government initiative. Latest economic data shows surge in manufacturing. <laughs> Woo. Agriculture up 202%.
1: That's not a surprise.
3: No. <laughs> Business subsidization, subsidization was up almost 35%. Mm. Cheese expo- exports up 20%. And then it filters off. As for my downs... The, best, the worst was pizza industry went down 6.5%. No, the pizzas. My employment went up. Um, public healthcare went up, which is weird. Manufacturing also went up. Retail went up. Like, it was mostly good. Mining went up a weird well, amount. Well, they're all
2: subsidised now. You, you have a government spreadsheet and you can simply write yeah. in how much of everything you do.
3: But obesity went down, death rate went down, and pizza delivery went down. So on the tables... On the stats, sorry, no, no, honestly, no negatives. No negatives from that decision. Oh, wow, okay. Like, that's like well, everything that went down was death rate and obesity and pizza delivery. <laughs> on, a, on a free market front,
1: there are a few negatives in the positives with business subsidization up 35%. That's a negative from a free market what, point of view.
3: Economy went up 5%. What, what about the average taxation. income of the poor? Went up. Taxation, duh, 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 duh. Uh, unless it didn't move. Up, point six nine percent. Well, okay. So, like, it's. I mean, if you want to yeah. argue that subsidisation was bad, but my country thing based on. Oh, I'm, so, not, I'm yeah. not. Yeah,
1: Zane Australia has. A much higher degree of business subsidisation than said America. I'm just saying from a free market perspective, from an Andrew Polian perspective, yeah. business subsidisation is a bad idea. But that's and too much way. of it. Zane Straley would agree is yeah.
3: Which uh, I'll pull up those stats out of reference for later because I
2: no. Let's move on. Let's yeah, move yeah. on to Andrew yeah.
3: Let's see what he's got to do.
1: We've got a very
2: quick issue. I'm sure it will be in and out <laughs> quacking up. A cancer patient has died after taking the advice of Elizabeth Knight. An alternative therapist. I don't like her. Dubious qualification. I don't like her either. The patient rejected traditional medicine in favour of her secret cure, which was revealed to be healing crystals giving up radiation-causing technology and living on a diet of raw onions. Giving off radiation-causing technology. It literally says giving up radiation-causing technology.
1: Oh, good. Mm.
2: No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, makes not, sense. Not, it sounds yeah, like science. Of course it makes sense and living on a diet of raw onions. Questions have been raised about whether restrictions should be put on alternative treatments. A puppycock <laughs> scoffs your physician, Dr. Jansen, raising her eyebrow witheringly. These so-called alternative therapies do nothing but destroy the integrity of real medicine, where trained doctors with real degrees, not this nutcase who bought her diploma from an alleyway in Maxtopia, use empirical evidence that's collected over decades... Stop this pillaging of science. Ban these literal snake oil salespeople from peddling false hope and telling the desperate and ill anything for a quick buck.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not a bad idea.
2: Lies and slander thrills Miss Knight as she uses a small model of a frowny face cancer cell as a stress ball. <laughs> if this layman is finished, I can explain. All diseases are caused by stress and poor immunity, even cancer. And all can be cured by removing the stress. Those depressing outside influences, that job you never wanted, a nagging family member, and a diet high in immune-boosting antioxidants. Too much stress. That's all there is to it.
1: So two quacks
2: in a row. Yeah, Yep. good. (laughs) The problem is not alternative therapy itself, but rather that it is being promoted as a cure for cancer, declares acupuncturist Magnus Pushkin, while pulling needles out of one of your intern's back. It is charlatanism on which we must clamp down, including glib peddlers of easy answers such as Miss Knight. The prestigious Medical Association of Brankaland uses ac- acupuncture to relieve the side effects caused by cancer and its treatments, such as pain and fatigue. We must, follow, we must allow alternative therapists trained to nationally recognisable standards to help patients where there is sound evidence that it works.
1: Yes, that's, that's the right answer. The
2: end. And I even like the wording. We must allow, not must mandate, allow, not yeah. subsidise, allow, allow, and evidence, not forbid. The exactly right. <laughs> Done. Is there another Case one? Case closed. Seb, do you have an opinion? Number <laughs> oh, three, <you're> <laughs> correct. <laughs> yep. Well, that was very easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Like legitimately. laughs> yeah, It really Stop was. Stop being
1: terrible. And thank you, thank you for not being terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, just just very quickly. Yeah, there is there is something to be said for allowing people to do. Um, Whatever, whatever they they want. they want. That is true Darwinism. That's exactly right. Yeah. And and the free market would sort those out here. Although I would, I would have gone that one, I guess. Yeah. Here here. But, she but I agree is, with you anyway. Yeah. yeah. Here she's saying no, that that can happen anyway. Just make sure people know mm. that you know whether whether that's, this has been tested or not. That's whether the it's, case. Yeah. The
1: real problem here is that they're saying it does something that it hasn't been proven to do. Exactly right. And so and which is uh, there. Is there repercussions when the person who they've said, you don't need any other medicine other yep. than this crystal, yep. dies? Yep. Do they, are they held accountable yep. for telling them that, even Absolutely though it was the other are. person's choice? The,
2: the, the, uh, the uh, inheritors of their estate should then sue the, the um, pr- practitioner yep. and say, show us that your claim was valid, otherwise you're a fraud and thank you very yes. much. You know, it's a shame that they died, but will at least stop you from, from doing it to anybody else. It's exactly right. The acceptance of acupuncture and other alternative therapies has needled the scientific community. Andropolean parents concerned about youth employment. I
1: don't know why it's needled the science... They literally said where evidence shows. Yeah. yeah. Nation states. Andropolia gets <laughs> yeah, back to so patients. Is it
3: extreme and cut off all testing because it's unknown? Like you can't... Maybe it's made it harder to get stuff done through because it needs to have like more testing put through to... Prove okay. it. Spirituality
2: Maybe. key to happiness, scientists says. That's not what you did, right? Economics, not everything, government says. Public healthcare is up 100%. Excellent. About time. Very good. Now, you hate
3: public healthcare the, though, but yeah. No, no, no.
1: Andrew Polly thinks that's one of the things that... Is it? Um, no.
2: No, you don't. You like private Last healthcare. Last week, for least. anybody who is listening to this podcast for the first time, oh, my God, go back... You are you are you need the history wasn't of, last th- of Andropolia in order for this to make sense. Wasn't last th- your vicious
3: bloody rise to power? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, it wasn't because we did not change a thing. Mm-hmm. We got we gutted the government in Andropolia, mm. basically leaving defence and the police force as the only government departments, and even they were reduced by half in that in that move, Andropolia is genuinely going back to basics and we're rebuilding only the necessary stuff, not cutting away all the yep. all the fineries while leading a bloated government. So, in doing so, I was not installed as dictator. Mm-hmm. I didn't gain magical powers over he, other, he just, the, I believe that. He just I got rid of
1: everyone else's magical powers.
2: I got rid of everybody else's magical powers. The people still directly uh, elect... Worship you? ...elect the judiciary... So the legislature is one branch of government. It does not have any influence, unlike any other government in the Western world, over the judiciary. That is directly elected by the people. So I would argue that we're freer than you, you could are. argue. We're more, we're more honest in our... In our uh, not, well, yeah, it is democracy. It's I'm life. not, not really. denying that. I know, but you're looking at me strangely and su- suspiciously. No,
1: it's just, you know, supreme overlord, it does have certain connotations.
2: It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't yeah. it? Most supreme, magnificent mm. overlord of everything you ever saw yeah. in the Great Confederacy yeah. of Andropolia. It makes I mean, it's me not something that <laughs> Australian
1: would ever call themselves, is the reason I look at you. They
3: would in the play of the horrible nation of.
1: Or the inevitable downfall yeah. of the <laughs> Andropolian way yeah, of life. The precog play.
2: <laughs> So, public healthcare has increased. Um, As far as the game dynamics are concerned, it was at negative 4.4. It's now at zero. Yeah. So, So, yeah, not funded by the government, uh, I guess, not being actively stopped is a way to interpret that number. Religiousness is up 2%. Inclusiveness up 2%. Income equality up 1%. um, And safety and tourism marginal increases. Um, Downtrends, the economy down 1%. Secularism down 3%. And ideological radicality down 4.7%. Get more radical, dude. <laughs> totally <Terribly> tubular. <laughs> is that my it's uh, no, I've, Oh, no. Oh, that, no. That is, that is the biggest uh, downtrend. Yeah. I opened up the yeah. detail things, and it, everything's really small. Small moves, not, not uh, really I think now that we're a
1: little way into the game, things are going to get smaller. Uh, so so, to be
3: fair, my, my opening thing. Totally flipped my fucking well, I didn't flip it, <laughs> it jumped me up an entire category. Like, big steps can happen, but they are more yeah. rare, I think. Yeah,
1: all right, right. Well, to, that's it. Well, that's Alternative
2: it. therapy be
1: praised where it is where, where evidence is provided. That's right.
3: Are we doing that thing where we pick a thing and compare? Yeah, well, oh, uh, I <laughs> want to pick one. <laughs> oh, yes, can... oh, indeed, yes, yeah, pick a, pick a statistic. Let's and... go black market because I want to see a comparison to what I've done to what you guys have done because I have a feeling that I'm not as bad as you think. <laughs>
1: Black market. Black market. Okay, let me have a mine, look. My, here.
3: Mine made a considerable spike, I'll be honest, but I still think it's probably under Andropolia.
2: No way. My black market is tiny because the free market rules in Andropolia. Well, well we shall
3: see. Um, I'm going to go last for dramatic effect, please.
2: Please do. The Andropolian uh, black market. Oh, so it's measured in standard monetary units? It is indeed. The Andropolean black market is currently valued at about two hundred and sixty billion standard monetary units. Two hundred and sixty. Two hundred and sixty B which I presume is billion.
1: Right. The Zainstralian is at one hundred and fourteen billion. Okay, nice. this
3: is now embarrassing because if you add both your numbers together, I'm higher. <laughs> 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 Unsurprisingly, mine, uh, mine jumped. From already higher, mind you, 310 billion Jeez. jumped to 555 billion. Wow. Almost, almost doubled.
1: Yeah, wow. that's a... Like <laughs> if, if, you look at,
3: if you look at my graph as someone like on a treadmill, they have fallen off and they are slammed against the wall <laughs> bleeding out and no one is coming to help them. All right, well,
1: that's our black market
3: shit. <laughs> um, shit. I was really hoping for a hail
2: Mary <laughs> Oh no, seven's was the lowest. You are great. You are so Black market was already worse than was all- either of ours. Yeah. yeah,
3: any of you over three ten?
2: Actually, no, I'm I'm one fourteen. Together, we were only three seventy. So we yeah, you were Ooh. you were just barely the below the price of
3: choice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, guys, because my political freedoms are so high. We call oh. it's it's a black market only in name because most of it's probably legal. That's <laughs> good, actually, that's a good point. Why is it? I mean, unless you're buying things like specifically Maybe weapons it's that harm black people. black market
2: exports. Could be. Maybe. I think the game just randomizes a lot of these numbers yeah. to begin with and then never tells you where the where the limits are. I only ask
3: because like, the whole point of mine is nothing's illegal unless it's harming someone else. So, I mean, I haven't had the drug question come up, but for example, all drugs in my nation are legal as long as you're taking the ones that you've chosen to take. Yeah?
2: Right.
3: So. You, the drugs shouldn't be on the black market. They should just be on the market. But I guess I haven't had that question to clarify that. Because Unless there's
2: some regulation that's yeah. standing in the way of it being marketed in shops.
3: So I dare say when I get the right couple of questions and can officially within the game legalise the things that are in my head as legalised for this nation, <laughs> that's going to significantly drop because like, literally guns, all legal, just don't kill anyone with them. Like yeah. My murder rate's the issue I'm looking at, not my black market rate. Right? <laughs> Excellent.
1: Well, if you want to talk to us about anything that we said this episode <laughs> um, or any of the other episodes, why not? You can find us on Twitter at World Order Pod. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a new world order podcast. You can email us at a new world order podcast at gmail.com or you can go to our Patreon and get all those super special bonus episodes that only our
3: Patreons get. So when's our next one going up for that? Is that next week or later this week? The next one will be Friday this week. Okay, so if you're interested, guys, jump on. You get a bonus episode this week and then back to our normal one next week. So you have three in two weeks.
1: This week will actually be a good one because it is our 25th episode. It is our six-month celebration. Mm. And each of our nations are going to hold some revelries.
2: Aye, aye,
3: aye. I was not aware of this. It's going <laughs> to be great. All right. Well, that's us
1: for this week. It is always it is always a pleasure, gentlemen. I am Chancellor of the Federal Council of Saint Australia, Zane C. Webber, here
3: with... Your public servant, your people's champion, Sebastian of the United States of Sub-America. The, and oh, well, guys, draw- so I'm not even done. The best there is, the best there was, <sighs> and
2: the best there ever will be as a collective. You've got to leave shorter pauses, man. Oh, I, did, I was going for drawing them in. And I have been Andrew Schossler, <laughs> most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great Confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all carte blanche sans plume.
1: Bye, everyone. <laughs> people say having an opinion is like having a penis. It's really great for you, but you shouldn't share it around. That's exactly what we don't do. We share it all about the internet. And in fact... We advertise it on other people's podcasts so that they can go and enjoy it as well. Am I talking about penises or am I talking about pinions on film? To find out, you'll have to go to our website, secondtakepodcast.com, or find Second Take Podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, that's not kind of Productions Podcast.
0: Planning for your next trip?